this is Sugandhi Iyer for the Good Fortune Show. How are you doing? You know, if you ever find that the intro music is going on for too long, it just means I'm on my way from something. It happened a couple of shows that the intro song was played around three times because I had gone somewhere and then I had to come back and do the shows. So don't go away. <laughs> it just means that I'm still on my way. Of course, this doesn't happen often. In fact, hardly at all. But we're here now live for the Good Fortune Show. Do you know that the creator God, the creator God, the one that created everything, creates different aspects of himself or herself to take care of various aspects of the world? Of course, we've got universes, galaxies, and whatnot. But for right now, we're talking of the world as Earth, planet Earth. That's our world, right? So the creator God creates various aspects of himself slash herself to take care of various aspects of the world. For example, God of rain, thunder, lightning. Then you've got the sun God. Then you've got the wind God. You've got gods that take care of forests, the greenery. Ocean God. You have many, many gods. These are, oh yeah, wealth, goddess of wealth. These are various gods and they're seen as multiple gods in the ancient texts, even in Greece and ancient cultures. They believed that there were different gods that took care of different things and so if somebody wanted something, that person would pray to the God who is in charge of that particular item <laughs> or aspect or area. So if someone wanted rain, they would pray to the grain God. If someone wanted food, they would pray to somebody. If somebody wanted money, they would pray to somebody. So on and so forth. And let's say those days, they used to travel a lot by boat, ships, water. So then they probably prayed to the ocean god, say, please carry us safely through the waters. And for people who travel by plane a lot right now, right? It's all plane, plane, planes. You can pray to the god of the wind god. And say, oh, please carry us safely and securely. Cushion us in your gentle arms and carry us through calm skies. There are people with plain fear, right? And when you pray to the wind god, the god of the skies, and say, 
please carry us gently in your arms through safe skies, calm skies. Then that does happen. That does happen. You will see a difference in the kind of journey that you have, the quality of journey that you have. Now, the creator God also created a goddess of good fortune. And this good fortune goddess includes money, beauty, good health, everything that's good. And when he created her, she turns out to be female, of course, right? So when he created her, he gave her some duties. And that is to create beauty in the world. Beauty in the world. And she set forth doing that. So if she saw a tree that had no leaves, it had dried out, then she would make it okay and healthy and Lo and behold, <laughs> isn't that what they say in books? You would see a lot of tree leaves on the tree and the tree would be doing really, really well. And so she set out to make the world beautiful. And it's said that wherever beauty exists, she exists. Wherever beauty exists, she exists. Her presence is there. You will find her there. In anything that's healthy, in anything that's wealthy, in anything that's beautiful, environmentally also, especially environmentally, you will find her there. And the opposite, because of the world of dualities, was also there. And that is all the misfortune beings. And wherever there is misfortune, they exist. You know, places of war, extreme poverty. So, so here you have the goddess of good fortune, and then you have the opposite of that. And there are ways to welcome the goddess of good fortune into your home, into your life into every life area so that she resides there occupying it completely so that the misfortune whatever energy doesn't come in and so they say welcome the goddess of good fortune and wealth into your life she's a goddess of abundance she provides food consistently and it could be that she works with the other gods. So if there is no rain in one place, she could work with a god and say, you know, there should be rain here. So she basically takes care of good fortune as a whole. You know how they say, right, the air could be too fast, like the wind speed could be too fast, but you want it just right. You want the oceans calm. Correct? Like all of these things have a negative to it, where it's too much. 
and there you have a storm, a really bad storm. But when you have the goddess of good fortune, then all of the other elements start to behave in a nice manner. So the same thing, the wind, the rain, the oceans, the earth, mud, etc. All of this can behave in a way that is profitable and good for a person when the goddess of good fortune is there. So a person's job basically is to get the goddess of good fortune into their lives, into every aspect of their lives. And she takes care of everything because she resides in everything. Now, for those who believe everything is in their own hands and, you know, they're everything. Yes, you are everything, but... You are everything, but you want that everything to work in a good way. So, so that you are energized by the right energies and not the wrong energies. You know how there are people who are empowered? But they're kind of empowered in the wrong way. Oh, I'm empowered. I am empowered. Right. But in what way are you empowered? And by you, I don't mean you. In what way is somebody empowered? In a good way or not so good? The kind of power that one seeks. One can seek the power of destruction or one can seek the power of contribution and abundance. To help others. I'm not saying... Help others as in needy, because if you start going out looking for needy people, then we are just attracting more neediness. Because the law of attraction multiplies everything. So it's not about looking for needy and homeless. Because the more you look for that, as per the law of attraction, see, people can either believe in the law of attraction or not believe. But there's no point in doing it half-way. The law of attraction is not something that somebody twists and uses to their own convenience, his or her own convenience. Somebody who follows the law of attraction would follow it completely because that's when it gives back good results. So as per the law of attraction, if one looks for homeless, even if it's with a good purpose of feeding them, then one gets more homeless. Because it gets into one's aura. And then one sees homeless everywhere. And tell me, is somebody really doing the world a favor by doing this? Instead of doing that, it's better to increase one's abundance levels. One's good fortune levels. And then the energy goes out. From oneself, it gets projected out. You know how we did a show on projecting outwards rather than being projected at? Well, if you don't remember that, you can go back. It will be there in the archives of either the Joyful Manifestation show or the Good Fortune show. I don't remember in which show, 
I spoke about projecting outwards, like who we are at others. This changes karma rather than being projected at and taking it in when others project at us. Unless you're projecting something really good at us and then we want it, correct? But it's always better to be the person who is projecting outwards because then you're, you are affecting reality rather than reality affecting you. So for those who did not listen to that show or who want a recap, do go into my archives. It's there. The archives of either the Joyful Manifestation show or the Good Fortune show. Like I said, I don't remember in which show I spoke about it. But all one has to do is basically Google. Just say, just Google the Joyful Manifestation show BBS. And you will get it. Go to the BBS archives. Because this show would be in many, many places now as a recording podcast. So it's after the show is done and it's broadcasted around the world through so many sister channels. It's then kept as a podcast. But do go to the archives of the Good Fortune Show. So you Google the Good Fortune Show BBS Radio or the Joyful Manifestation Show BBS Radio and you will find past shows there. After a show is done, like let's say today's show, it takes, just give it a few days for it to come into the history, into the archives. But do go into the archives and recap. But as we were saying, it is always better to follow the law of attraction completely, 100%, rather than do it halfway. And then wonder, why is this not working for me? Whatever we focus on expands to create our reality. So instead of searching for the homeless, instead of searching for needy, because that multiplies, and we are not doing the world a favor, instead of that, become a source of good fortune so that your energy pervades, which I said projects out, and creates a world of fairy tale land around you. Because your energy contains that, right? And so everything around you would shift or change to mirror who you are. So this is really important and people misunderstand that we would be doing the world a better favor, a bigger favor by being sources of good fortune ourselves and then just let the energy pervade outside and that would take care of everything like i said follow the law of attraction teachings 100 percent 50 percent 40 percent 20 percent as per our convenience would not help so as we become tuned to the goddess of good fortune who is an aspect of God herself or himself, or is God herself or himself? It depends on how you look at it. 
then what happens is we're bringing in more of that and we're filling up the spaces of wherever we live with good fortune. Let me explain. This happened a few years ago. And it was so obvious then because this happens all the time really, but this happened in a very obvious way. This particular thing, occurrence happened in a very obvious way. So I'm going to share it with you. Somebody was expecting a very important business call, which meant money to him. And he wasn't getting that call, which would have meant money to him. But he came to my house, he entered my home, got the call. Because my home was filled with good fortune energy. And what happened is whatever this person's aura contained, when he was outside or when he was in his home or wherever he was staying, traveling, staying, he did not get the call of good fortune. But the minute he stepped into my home, he got the call. Why? Because the space in my home was filled with good fortune. You know, because I follow it. <laughs> That's why. So everybody listening to the show, when they understand that, oh my God, my home can be a source of good fortune also or a space of good fortune also because it contains good fortune energy. So when you listen to the show, it's great to listen to it when you're in your car or when you're in your home or office, business space. So wherever you are, it gets contained. Like there's more good fortune flowing during the show into the spaces or rooms that a person is in. And then that room gets filled up with it. And as long as a person is not again listening to some bad news or thinking bad stuff and projecting it into the room, this good fortune energy is going to be like a cushion. It's flowing from the show into the space that a person is sitting in and listening. It could be a car, like I said. It could be um, your home. It could be your office, wherever you want good fortune to flow. It's better not to be outside in somebody else's business area, like a shop. Or listening to it at Starbucks. Don't get me wrong. I love Starbucks coffee. I love it. I love the smell. Especially when you go into Starbucks and you know, it's you. Wow. But I'm not against the other people who like other coffees. But there is a particular type of coffee that I have made for me. Especially as per my instructions when I go to a Starbucks. And they always make it that way. Any Starbucks. If they follow that instructions, I get a particular type of coffee, which is amazing. But it's better to listen in your own space so that that space is, this good fortune energy gets into that space and fills it up rather than somebody else's business place. Because then they'll get it, correct? And then continue to fill up your space that you're in with more good fortune information. So then your home or office or car becomes a place of good fortune where good things are happening. 
and other people also feel it when they come into your home. It's like, oh my God, this feels so different. Why am I suddenly getting good news? Why is there suddenly money coming to me? Why is there suddenly all kinds of good stuff coming to me? They feel it and they give you feedback. It's like, oh my God, I feel different when I'm around you. I feel good. And just imagine, right, if everybody becomes a beacon or a light of good fortune, what happens? So many lights around the world. The world becomes a place of good fortune. And at some point, it's going to overcome the negativity, right? So, okay, forget changing the world. We don't even want to say that you have to work on changing the world. But for your own life, you incorporate good fortune and attracting good fortune energy and storing it in your home. If you store it in your home, then good things are going to happen in the space that you store it in because every home, every room, every car, every office is a container. It is a container, just like bottles contain water or wine or something else. It is a container, like a box, and you can fill it up with what you want, and that's what's going to keep happening. It's like an energy imprint in your home, and then that energy imprint attracts more of the same and that's a law of attraction working for you but who is the person who plants the seed for this you are somebody else can't come and do it for you i mean yes you can have someone come in who is a person who is known for good fortune you can have that person come to your home and they bring their energy with them and they can create it for you sure but you have to find that person first and then call them home and then have it created but you are the one listening to the show. You are the one listening to the Joyful Manifestation show. And you can start this yourself. And make sure that your home is a place where you are constantly filling it up with good fortune, energy, the joyful manifestation energy, happiness, joy, good fortune positive expectations, hope, passion, passion in a good way, passion for the right things. You fill up your home and just know that your home is a container. Your car is a container. Your home is a container. Your office is a container. And when I say office, I'm talking about the people who have their own businesses. Their office especially the room they sit in. Because the smaller the space, the faster it gets filled up. So make sure it's not distributed over a very big space. For example, if you have an office in a company, then make sure that it's your cabin that has this energy. 
because the more you try to fill up the whole space, there are other people coming in, right, and working there who bring their own negativity. So you have to be sure of your space. Now, if you could have a palace, you could have a huge home, but as long as you have control over that home, then you fill it up, that's fine. Then a big space does not matter, but it's not supposed to be a space that other people can bring their own stuff into. And TV, radio, other people are sources of possible negativity into your container, your home, your car. So when somebody is got the TV on and there's something really ha bad happening on TV, then that gets into the room and starts filling it up, replacing the good fortune energy. Same with radio, same with music. I mean, even the music that you listen to, what are, what are they talking about? Hunger, greed, war. What is the song about? That's why a lot of people like to listen to the sound of music. They like to listen to positive songs. And then these songs have their own energy imprint and then they fill up your container room, your room with positive energy. And if there are any life issues that you're working on, for example, you want to attract more love from your soulmate, you want to have this, you want to have that, sure, you know, solve it. But don't release worry energy into the air. Find a solution instead. No point sitting and worrying about it because when somebody worries, they are releasing negative energy into space. If you need to worry, go outside and worry and then come back into your good fortune space. And then there will be this moment where the balance between good fortune and negativity changes. And good fortune takes over. The balance changes. It's like the ratio, proportion, percentage. It's the tilting point where the good fortune energy starts to be stronger than the negativity. And then... At some point, it's not going to allow negativity, no, ma no matter how much you try. But then that point, the tilting point has to come, correct? So that's where we need our patience. There, that's where we need patience, perseverance. That's where our virtues come into importance existence, beingness, whatever it is, the word is. Our patience, commitment, perseverance. These are the virtues that people talk about, correct, in our personality. Like, what are the qualities that we have? And even bosses, they look for these qualities, perseverance, somebody who does not give up on a project, but takes it through to conclusion. Patience, commitment, 
all of these virtues kick in while we are converting the air around us, the energy around us from negativity to good fortune, so that the good fortune then starts to have its say and hold. And then things start to happen in good fortune again and again, and you will see reality change. We, we love good fortune, and that is the desire that one must have in oneself. And that is the desire for good fortune, the desire to see things happen wonderfully. See, flowers are not trying to suck in fragrance. They don't need to. They're busy giving out fragrance. They're projecting outwards. They're not sucking in fragrance. Flowers are giving out fragrance. And if one sees oneself as a flower, then we should be giving out fragrance. Jasmine, roses, all of these essences, they're not sucking in. The flowers are giving out because they already have it. And so those who are connected to good fortune and to the good fortune goddess, to the all, to the positive aspects, then become sources of good fortune and they're permeating, they're giving it out. And then their own home becomes a place where they're, the home contains it, we're adding to it, and then the home becomes a beacon of light. And we all know about lighthouses, correct? Why were lighthouses created to help people find their way through darkness? It's not that the lighthouse is going and calling to people, come here, come here, I'll save you. The lighthouse just by virtue of its being light, a source of light, is permeating, pervading the darkness around. And I'm helping people who are lost in the darkness. Don't have to do a thing. The lighthouse does not have to do a thing. It doesn't lift a finger to help anybody. It's just standing there glowing. And just by its glowing, right? Then what happens, everybody else who are lost in darkness gets to see the light and come ashore safely. Even with flowers, they don't do anything. I mean, what are they doing? Just hanging around on their stems? They don't do anything. They don't lift a finger to help anybody. But just by virtue of them being so full of fragrance, it's permeating, pervading the air around. And that is what somebody who is in good fortune does. All they have to do is to be. Capital B, capital E. The beingness. Just be in your good fortune and just let that permeate around you. Rather than, you know, somebody who is in the dark. 
Now, good fortune itself, like I said, the goddess of good fortune exists in anything that is beautiful. Because to be beautiful, there had to be good fortune. And again, now we're not talking about beauty as in dark skin, light skin, curly hair, straight hair. We're not talking about that. Everybody's beautiful in the country that they are, that they belong to. You know, I'm Indian. I'm beautiful. I think I'm gorgeous, actually. <laughs> but that's me being Indian, being gorgeous in an Indian way. I'm not comparing myself to anybody else. I'm Indian and I'm beautiful in an Indian way. So on and so forth. It's only when people start to compete with each other, with some other, you know, facial structure or facial or skin color or hair type, then there is that negativity which is born in the comparisons. But God is not, like God is smart, correct? We have to agree with that. I mean, look at the sun and the moon and the earth and the way everything happens perfectly. So God made everybody as per the region that they were created in, the genetics. And each person is beautiful for their genetic. In their country, as for their region, it's only when people compete with each other and they're trying to be beautiful in some other person's way. I can never look European. I mean, but I'm Indian and I'm beautiful and I'm gorgeous. That's what I think. My whole family is gorgeous, actually. Gorgeous eyes, nice lips, nice hair, nice skin. So, just born with that confidence. But that's because I'm not competing myself with anybody else. I'm not competing myself with a Russian, you know, with who looks Russian, correct? I'm Indian and beautiful in an Indian way. So then what happens is then we're not trying to discriminate and see. And you know what? People discriminate amongst themselves worse than others discriminate. The worst type of discrimination happens within oneself. When we think we're less than someone else. Because they're trying to compete with something that's different. A rose and a lily are different. But the lily is beautiful as a lily. The rose is beautiful as a rose, correct? Ladies are not supposed to be competing with roses and vice versa. Even a cactus plant with all of its thorns, correct? It's not trying to compete with a lily or a rose. It's beautiful in itself because it's a cactus and it's beautiful as a cactus. So the reason I mentioned this is because, you know, when I say that the goddess of good fortune exists and all things beautiful, where beauty exists, goddess of fortune exists, then people would go back and in their mind, the small mind would think that, oh, but I look like this and I look like that. I don't look like that person. So then is she saying, is Sugandhi saying the goddess of fortune does not exist inside me? No, that's not what I'm saying. That's why I made it very clear that beauty is as per the region that one belongs to originally. And as long as one remembers that, then they would understand that the goddess of fortune exists in them. 
And then what happens is that they're busy tuning into knowing that the goddess of fortune exists in them because they are beautiful. Then they're busy creating beauty around themselves. So the worst discrimination that one does is to oneself. But then when one knows that the goddess of fortune exists in all things that are beautiful, then one has to assume that one is beautiful. And then from that, one develops a kind of a fragrance that permeates outside into the world. Because one is a beautiful flower. It doesn't matter what flower, what plant, apples, oranges, trees, grapes, cactuses. Gorgeous cactus plants, you know that, right? Just depends on the region that one grows, the vegetation that happens as per the region. And then one understands that even in a desert, excuse my pronunciation, the cactus plant can be a raving beauty, <laughs> correct? And then there are people who actually take these cactuses and put them into their garden because they create a particular look. And so good fortune is something that one must understand happens where one creates beauty and where there is absolute amazingness. And then more good fortune is attracted to a person. We also know that when there is good fortune around us, good news will be heard. Good news will permeate and reach us from somewhere. And this is not hoping against hope that, oh my God, I hope good fortune reaches me. No, when we have good fortune, when we're in good fortune energy, good fortune news has to reach us. It is the magnetic pole. Again, it's the law of attraction. Like attracts like. And nobody doubts science, correct? I mean, there are so many sciences right now where one knows the technology of how one works, something works. And then people don't expect it not to work. If this technology is in place, then people expect their instrument to work as per that technology. Then even in the science of good fortune, it has to work because it is a technology of sorts, right? It is a technology. Why am I undermining it? So it is a technology. And so where there exists good fortune, good fortune has to come back to it because the magnetic process, like, like attracts like. So we can go back to the basic teachings of the law of attraction for people who are Abraham followers. People who believe in manifestation, people who believe in, in all of these energy related items. And we were talking, I think in the last show, it was the Good Fortune show. We were saying that we need to develop a new kind of intelligence. And that is the energy related intelligence, because we all know now about basic survival, animals, every little creature 
knows how to survive. But humans, especially, can create another level of intelligence where we are aware of energy and how to work with energy so that the best thing can happen. There are many psychics who, people go to psychics because they want to find out what's going to happen, but if the psychic is tuning into your fear, if the psychic is tuning into negative energy, that's what the psychic is going to bring forward. And then people think, oh my God, that's my fate. Because that has to happen. It's not true. We carry our fate and our destiny in our hands. So even if a psychic is given a really bad reading, <laughs> correct? Then we need to know that we can change the outcome just by changing the energy around us, in us and around us. As we get connected to good fortune. So even a psychic who is given a really bad reading that this is not going to happen, I don't see it happening for you, blah, blah, blah. The psychic could be tuned into lower energies because that is the energy that a person might be having around them at that point when they visited the psychic. So not blaming the psychic herself. But that could be the energy around the person who is going for that psychic reading. So that's what they read. And many times psychics are very tuned into fear. So they understand a person's fears and then they give it back to them. And like, the psychics are still really good psychics. But they're not doing a job of manifesting. They're doing the job of psychic work, which is reading a person and his fortune as it is. And then for going into the future and bringing back more of the same for that person. Oh, it's not going to work. But then there are psychics who give good readings and good outcomes in spite of whatever is happening, the seeming reality. They go into the future because basically they're positive minded and they bring good news like, oh, yeah, he's going to call you. Oh, yeah, he's going to get married to you. So they bring the good news from the future, but then a person still has to manifest it. The psychic could be having a higher level of reaching into the future and bringing back good news because she's, she works with good energy. But a person who hears this good prediction has to now manifest the energy that's going to bring it in. And that's why people will say, oh my God, the psychic gave me this prediction and it's still not worked, it's still not worked. Well, that's because a person needs to manifest that energy and bring it in for themselves so that the psychic's prediction can come true. If a person has a lot of negative energy around them, around him or her, how is this good prediction going to come through? It's not possible. Or it's slim is what I say, because, you know, accidentally a person could change their karma and get into great energy. Accidentally. But a lot of people come with this basic complaint. I got a prediction from the psychic. 
and I'm not saying me, but some other psychic who is good intentioned and she brings a good prediction, but it's not happened. Years have gone by. It's not happened. Oh, that's because of the cloud of negative energy that is still surrounding fictitious Jane, this person. You're bringing in fictitious Jane to take the burden of the negativity. And so then the prediction doesn't come to happen or come to pass, as they say. And then people think that psychics are wrong, predictions are wrong. It's just that the psychic tuned into something better and she brought that because she has good fortune energy. But the person who gets the reading has to still align himself or herself to good fortune. And that's why some work has to be done. And that's up to you, up to fictitious Jane to do this work so that the prediction can actually happen. Now, when a psychic says it's going to happen that he calls at this time exactly, this month, this week, this day, this time, it may not happen then because as per the energy, it can happen slower or it can happen faster or not happen at all depending on person's energy. So the more good fortune one has, even if a psychic says that it's going to happen after a month, it can happen in a second. Because when one gets into the right energy, all the forces align, the good forces align to make this good prediction happen. But if somebody is not in the best energy, where the forces can align to give it to that person, then it gets delayed or may not happen. So when somebody is getting into all of the energy work and, you know, the psychic world and the manifestation world, then we need to understand the science behind it completely. We need to understand how all of this good fortune is manifested and how to make or create the atmosphere that the good fortune would come to us in such a great way that it can even make something that a psychic predicted would happen after a year or six months or two months. It can make it happen instantly. Because we are the creators of our joy and we are the creators of our life and we are the people who hold the rope or the reins in our hands. And we are the ones who create what happens to us. And we create if we create the right atmosphere, then it has to happen by virtue of the law of attraction. Of course, you know, I always say that the work to be done rests with us. But then how nice, right? Because this is not something fearful, but this is something great. It's something joyous when I say the work lies with you to make it happen. So then now, even though you went for the psychic prediction, if it is not what you want, like the psychic says, no, I don't think it's going to be with you. He's with some other woman right now. And, you know, you have those psychics who basically um, they're, uh, what is that? Uh, what is that called? Long distance viewing. They do long distance viewing. And they tell you if, Again, we're bringing in fictitious Jane because we don't want this negativity on you. We, they tell fictitious Jane that her guy right now is with somebody else. Well, you know, that's psychic. 
job area is to prove that somebody's cheating on someone. And she goes there in her mind or her vision or whatever technique that she uses, and she brings more energy or more proof of a person cheating on someone, the client. So one must understand who one is sending out to bring energy for. Uh, how do I say this? One must understand, or fictitious Jane must understand, the kind of psychic that she's using, the kind of work that they do, because some psychics specialize in proving that somebody's cheating. They're tuned into that. They go and they bring it for a client. And then the client's karma gets worse, actually. It doesn't get better. The whole thing with Good Fortune show, the whole thing with the Joyful Manifestation show is to make sure that every person here knows that they can take themselves to a place in life where there is joyful manifestation happening and good fortune happening and that they should not be taking themselves to a place where negative things are happening by sending the wrong psychic behind information. Because if you're taking it to love, then I would say that, let's say there is fictitious Jane and she has this hunch that her guy is cheating on her, her man is cheating on her, her husband is cheating on her. But if she has this hunch or hint because she got some proof or she has this intuition or gut feeling, as they say, you know, I have this gut feeling and that they touch the stomach area. Then what she's doing basically is that there is some energy of cheating around her or in her aura or in her karma. And she's just getting more proof that men cheat on her. And then she goes to the psychic who's aligned with cheating men. <laughs> and the psychic brings more of that to this person, to fictitious Jane. Fictitious Jane is basically manifesting more cheating in her life. And it becomes her solid karma that every man cheats on her. But what we're saying in the show is you are the creator and you can take the help of good fortune sources to change your karma so that the energy around you becomes that of a woman who is not cheated on at all and would not be attracted to a psychic that brings her more cheating information thereby proving the seeming reality. In the last show, the Joyful Manifestation show, we spoke about seeming reality. The show is up in the archive, so do, please do, if you want to listen to it, just have to Google the Joyful Manifestation show, BBS Radio. Go to the archives. The show is up. You can go in and listen to it. About seeming realities. And people who prove that they're being cheated on. Do you know there is... These singers, very popular singers, and they're constantly being cheated on. Their money karma is great, but their relationship karma, they're constantly being cheated on. It's in their energy, basically. And they need to be working on this because relationships are a very important aspect of life. And instead of crying about their misfortune, and that's what they do, right, and all the gossip, the internet and magazines, they're crying about all the 
misfortune that happened to them, but they should be working instead on attracting great fortune to themselves. And of course, you know, we have the Good Fortune Show, we have the Joyful Manifestation Show. I we are at the end of the show, and I would like to request you to subscribe to these shows so that you could basically buy a piece of good fortune or believe in it and fill up your homes, fill up, fill yourself up with good fortune energy, with joyful manifestation energy. Get the book. You will get the joyful manifestation book on Amazon.com. Contact me. Contact BBS Radio. Book a coaching session. Change your fortune. Get more good fortune into your lives and keep understanding how all of this works so that you become beacons or lighthouses and flowers that are busy giving out fragrance and light. And you project this light outwards rather than draw in the negativity. With that, you're at the end of a show. We will be meeting again, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time next Friday and we will be having the Joyful Manifestation show so please do join us this is Sugandhi Ayer signing off for the Good Fortune show and I'm wishing you a wonderful rest of the day